Swim check one, two. Bike check one, two. Run check one, two. I think we're ready. Let's try this. Welcome to the Try Beginner's Luck podcast, a podcast where we explore the sport of triathlon from a variety of perspectives to help beginner triathletes on their journey. I am your host, Nashonda Shines. It's another day here at Try Beginner's Luck, and I... The person that I have today, she is the reason why I was introduced to triathlon. Oftentimes, exposure is the key to greatness. If we aren't exposed to things, we don't know what our potential perhaps could be. And I am of the thought that give people their flowers while they're here. Honor those who have introduced you into something that has inspired you. And today, I have none other than Leslie Tooks, who introduced me to the sport of triathlon via a relay. What? And I don't even know where to begin, but I feel like I was sort of kind of bamboozled into this triathlon because I thought it was a pool swim or thinking that it was pool, but then Lake Lanier and pool doesn't doesn't coexist. So I had no idea that open water swimming for the first time would be at this race. And because I'm comfortable with swimming, I was able to survive it. But then when I got out of the water, I was like, well, where are these people going? People went to go bike and then they went to go run. And I said, what am I at? And I was at my very first triathlon at Lake Lanier in Georgia back in 2008. Oh my goodness. So Leslie, welcome to Try Beginner's Luck. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. Oh my gosh. I just can't believe this. Believe it. I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, And I see you have on the swim bike run shirt. I know people probably won't see the uh, video of it because, you know, you know, we're training and my hair doesn't look right. So this might not get out, but I'm just so excited to see you and just really, uh, I want to say thank you. I never knew, you know, I never knew at the time working at Turner Sports would have me be here today. And it's always not about where we are at that moment in time, but it's about the people that we meet, the seeds that are planted and watching them mature and grow. Who knew in 2008, a young whippersnapper like myself, who was a little hot-headed, would go to work out during her lunch breaks at the gym to take spin classes. And I think that's probably where we initially met was at, at spin class. And then yeah. CNN had a pool. So I would yeah. go to CNN to swim after work. And I think you saw me swimming and was like, would you like to be a part of this team? Who knew that say almost what, 14 years later, I would be yeah. here on a podcast talking about beginner triathlons or beginner triathletes and be an announcer in this industry, be a triathlete going after her first Ironman. Like I have all the emotions and feel like I should cry right now. And I want to cry. I know, but thank you. I know. I, I feel that same way. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. I actually remember it as clear as day because I usually do triathlons for my birthday and that was my birthday party. 
And so I was pulling a few others together who wanted to actually do a triathlon, but they did, they, they couldn't do it all together at one time at that point. And I remember you were able to swim. Another colleague was able to run and another one was able to do the bike to form the relay part of that triathlon. Yeah, And it just warms my heart to see that that I cannot believe by inviting you to that triathlon birthday party with you know my former boss he was uh, an elite triathlete he is an elite triathlete some other friends of mine that we do triathlons all the time together and then introducing the sport to others who never did it and were open to doing it who were interested in doing it and and by seeing me as an example said okay I'm gonna try it and it was so awesome that you you accepted the invite you did it outstandingly I remember that day like it was yesterday and then not only did you do it but you continued to do it and you took it a step further obviously you got bit by the triathlon bug and it's a real thing. now 13 14 years later you're you're doing an Ironman and oh that is just so remarkable I am my heart is so full of joy right now that 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 way your journey the journey that you have taken on has really taken off <laughs> and I'm so proud of you I am so proud of you I, I actually spoke to because I'm still friends with my former boss so actually we did a, a jog together the other day and I was telling him about I was like I, I was telling him about you about how oh my gosh you remember Mashanda did the relay with us some years ago well now she's doing a full-on Ironman. And we were just like, wow. How yeah. cool is that? How amazing. I have uh, all the feels. And I guess if this was a, a real journalist, if I was a real journalist, I shouldn't be crying. But um, yeah, no, I think the authenticity amazing. of this is that you never know how one invitation can change your life. Yeah. And since... 2008, I think I left Turner in what, 2010, and then went to move to DC and right. literally started over. It wasn't until maybe 2013, 2014 that I found a triathlon team. And I just remembered that was a bucket list item. And I just thought it would be a one and done type thing. And never knowing that today I would be training for a full Ironman. And again, I'm not one of those who always finishes in the, the top of my yeah. age group, no, but I have heart. And I think yeah. about what if I would have been introduced to this sport when I was younger, the access from, for people of color or, you know, and yeah. uh, for those who may not be able to afford this sport, because it is very expensive and it is very yeah. time consuming. So I just wonder what would it have been like, you know, the personality type of a triathlete is one who is a check mark, a type type person for the most part you know they're goal oriented they are trying to get Correct. better they want to continue to grow so the personality type is there but just 
what this sport has done to me in terms of the confidence booster allowed me to see health in a different way. It's like, I want that to happen for everybody. And I'm like, this is a sport where you literally can try until you die. Like you can keep going until you are 99 years old. If you stay fit and active and take care of your body, this is such Mm -hmm. a great sport. And it is my desire to just get as many people involved and relays honestly are the best way. I did a relay for Eagle Man this year and I was like, why would anybody do a full thing after doing that? I'd really like doing this. It's so much funner and you have so much more fun doing a relay um, than actually doing the full thing. And so I just want to just say, um, and for those of you who are listening and you hear me rambling, I have all the feels right now and you just got to know, you probably have somebody in your life who's done that for you. And although we don't talk every day, we see each other on the Instawebs and on the social grams of things in life. But this moment is special for me. So it's not about me. And I want to yeah. get into the nitty gritty of, um, of you, Leslie. Because in 2008, being a woman of color, you introduced me to this sport. And how oftentimes that we don't see many women of color doing the sport, but there are people who have been doing the sport, you know, around the same amount of time that you've been doing it and have taken it through different ways. And I, what the name comes to mind is uh, Colonel Vaughn, who's up in this area, who was doing triathlons when it wasn't cool. And you, I can add to that same uh, platform of doing triathlons when it wasn't cool. How did you get involved in triathlons yourself? Yeah, for me, it started from my dad. He's a triathlete. My, I grew up watching my dad. He, he would run and bike to work um, like 25 miles each way, depending on his, his shift. He would do it in the morning or at night. And so it's just something that he did. And I saw it in him growing up as a young child. And actually that's where I got the concept of doing triathlons for my birthday, because my dad, for his birthday, we would ask him what he would want. And he would say, oh, I, we could do a run together or swim together or a bike. Give me that as a gift versus materialistic things. That's so that's where that whole concept came from, from a young child. So I, I think you're, I agree with you. It's the exposure. I was exposed to it very young from my dad and then his cousins and relatives in Brazil, they're all ultra marathon runners and triathletes. And so it's just something that we've been exposed to very early on. And then of course, my circle of friends, um, the old saying, birds of a feather flock together. I have a, a, a really um, extensive circle of workout gems and mm-hmm. I've been doing this all my life. So it's just something that I was exposed to early and then just, it, and I was passionate about. So it always has been a part of my life to bike, run and swim. Wow, that's incredible. And, and I think that I think you're right. You hit the the nail on the head. It is the exposure piece of it, and just seeing it um, again from my dad and relatives. Mm. That's what they 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 um, they 
travel all over not only the country but the world to do triathlons and compete because it's something that they're passionate about wow yeah uh, I love it so when you started doing triathlons what was one of your biggest uh, challenges and when did you start doing triathlons I started triathlons actually at Turner about 20 years ago when I was working at Turner. So leading up to that point, I used to do a lot of swimming, a lot of running races, like five, 10 Ks, half a marathons and marathons. Mm -hmm. And then I would do a lot of biking, but I had not put them all together until I got to Turner 20 years ago. And then I connected with a friend who she was a triathlete. And I, and she invited me to do one with her actually. Mm -hmm. Similar to what happened with you and I. And then she asked me to do a triathlon with her. And I said, wow, I've been wanting to do that. I've been doing the running, biking and swimming piece. And then we just signed up for one at, it was um, Callaway Gardens is where my first one was at. Oh, Callaway Gardens is so and pretty. With her, we trained three months out for it. And um, and then after that, I just started doing them um, once a month for six months out of the year. Oh, wow. Up until I had, until I got pregnant and I had my twins, then, um, then I, I did maybe one or two a year. Wow. So, yeah, but for most of, I would say for a good 10 years, I would do six, six uh, a year, so one a month, six months out of the year. 60 triathlons. And that's before you even had the twins. Wow. Yeah. Before I had the twins, but I, I've always done sprints and Olympic triathlons I've never done the big dog like you um so that's 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 really admirable um to do an Ironman uh, my hat goes off to you I'm so excited about seeing your journey and and having that under your belt that is that is going to be so awesome you know I love the fact that we all have a journey, right? I love yeah. the people who know where their sweet spot is. And if sprints and Olympics yeah. are your sweet spot, that's my sweet yeah. spot I'm learning today too. Like, I also think like the 70.3, it's a good distance for like the endurance. I like endurance, but the Ironman, for those who do it, my hat goes off to y'all. I know, yeah. I can't say that I will do another one unless somebody is yeah. paying me to do it. Like- here is some right. money here. Here is the money for you to go out here and do this. But um, yeah. it's been fun training, but no, it's, it really is a fun thing. And you got to know where you fit in, in this sport, whether you do sprints and that's what you do and you master the sprints or Olympics or relays or however you fit in this industry, there's space for you. Take it up, take up right. space in this industry, however you see fit. Um, I know Thanks. I sure am. Exactly. Exactly. And that's similar. Like I've done, as I mentioned, five, 10 Ks, 
half a marathon, full marathon, a century bike. And I knew that I would, I did it just to check it off my list, invited by some of a circle of my friends. And, and they said, let's just do this together. But I, I would not do it again, a century. And, uh, I think it's important to do like what you said, know your sweet spot, know what you enjoy. It's all about enjoying the journey. And all the triathlons I've done, some of them earlier on when before my twins, I used to place in my age group. But now I just, I just did one last weekend and I, I, I just did it to have fun. And I was actually be on the, on the home stretch on the run part. I came in, no shame in my game behind an 80 year old man. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh, I want to be like him. <laughs> it inspires you, right? It inspired me. I, that's why I said no shame in my game. I don't have any problem about it. It was so inspirational, Mashanda, that that's what I want to be doing when I'm that age. That's so incredible. So, so yes, just having fun and then enjoying, enjoying the sport very much. And now uh, for me, it's heartwarming to see my twins do it too. Again, that that, that exposure. They've been doing it since six years old. Wow. This, and they're 14. So they do it every year for their birthday. They pick a triathlon and they do it for the, for, for the cause and they do it with their friends. And I remember at, at six, when they asked to do it because they had been swimming. They, they had already been swimming competitively. Mm -hmm. They already have been, they have been biking and they have been running. It, it wasn't, everyone's like, Leslie, oh my gosh, you're pushing those kids to do triathlon so young. They came home and asked me, could they do a triathlon with their friends? Cause their friends asked them, could they do it with them? Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. And the, the friends who invited them, their parents are Ironman. They both have done Ironman. Wow. So it's being that exposed again, what the point, what the point I'm making is that exposure. They, they, they saw it in their friends who were exposed to it. And it was, it's something that they do now every year for their birthday. That's what they do. Uh. Did you, I think I told you I was trying to uh, emulate your birthday triathlon party for 2020. I was like, yeah, I had invited all these friends to do their relay, to do relay teams. And I was going to set people up. Yeah. And then uh, we had some unfortunate situations that didn't allow us to do the birthday party. But um, uh, a few of us still, because we were able to transfer the race to this year, 2021, we did it. And so I got to celebrate my okay. birthday. Uh I wasn't with a whole bunch of friends as planned for 2020, but it was just really good to be out there. And some friends had come down and they were like, wow, you guys do some hard stuff. I think I yeah. may want to like 
maybe try a relay or something. And I was like, see, that's what it's about. Even if people come to watch you, you know, they see the, the atmosphere and the atmosphere is electrifying. Mm -hmm. Like you go out there, you see people with their cowbells, they're cheering people on. They have shirts on for their family members or friends that they're supporting. And it's just, it is one big day party without all of the accoutrements of, uh, you know, wine and all that other kind of good stuff. But it is one big happy day party with music, exciting announcers like myself out there on the ones and twos. And it is, it really is a true big workout party. You know, it is. I love it. It is. It's it's how you, yes, it's that's, it's perspective. And that's how I look at it. And that's how my twins already from this young age look at it. They're like, we're going to have a tri party for a worthy cause and get all our friends together. And then afterwards they celebrate, you know, their birthday together. And that, that's what, that's the, the tradition continues. That's what I did with my dad. That's what they do. And I love it. And that's what their children's children will do. So tell me this, your kids, uh, they don't probably get trying for a cause just out of nowhere, but they've seen you try for a cause. And what are the causes that you support when you're doing triathlons? Cancer is definitely a big cause I support because my husband is a cancer survivor. My dad is a cancer survivor, my two sisters and my godmother. So they are cancer survivors. And my mom passed of cancer 10 years ago. So I definitely, all my life, not only for triathlons, but for races in general, I support triathlons for causes for cancer. So definitely cancer's one. Um, I would say another one is mental health. As of late is a big uh, cause that I support. I'm actually thinking of putting something together for mental health. Um, due to a dear friend of mine um, who we're seeing it in real life what's how they're impacted by it so that's another cause and diabetes so those three causes definitely inspire me like on the days if I don't feel like training I do because I think especially the cancer ones because it hits home for me so much right uh, I will get up and train because I know I get, I draw strength from my husband and my father, my sisters, my godmother, who are all cancer survivors. And I've seen the strength that they've had to yeah. fight it. And so I always am reminded if they do it, I certainly can do this. And Absolutely. so that, that fuels me. Absolutely. So doing, doing my races for causes that are very dear to my heart empowers me yeah. undoubtedly yeah. yeah and it changes the why yes know? it changes the why and it takes it off of you and puts it Correct. on a greater uh a greater body and support so when you're looking inward and you are like oh this sucks why am i here you can remember hey I'm doing it for my husband. I'm doing it for my godmother, my my aunts, my sister, my mom. Correct. 
Um, and I think that's admirable. And you hit on one, which is mental health. I don't think many people, we don't talk about mental health enough. And, right. you know, mental health definitely in community communities of uh, color, it's like, you don't talk about it. It's you, you sweep it under a rug right. and you don't talk about it. And you have people um, who can't get the help that they need because they're afraid and they feel like, oh, I'm looked upon as if I have this dot on my forehead because I want to, um, because I'm going through this challenge from a mental perspective. And, you know, if anything- exactly. COVID has taught us is that your mental was definitely tested. Yeah. You know, your mental was tested and how did you weather that storm? And it's definitely something that we will hear more about in the future. And I just thank you for having the foresight to go ahead and, you know, stay on top of it and, you know, try to help those in your circle of loved ones to get through that. Yeah. Yeah, and I also on that on the same breath of mental health, I think competing in triathlons helps me mentally, like because of my regimen, it definitely helps me mentally to fight off the crazy of the what's going on. And there's no doubt that my exercise daily routines help me not only physically but mentally I would and say so, a resounding yes to that <laughs> yeah and so it definitely it, it's a two-way street it helps me with my own self as well as giving back to whatever cause it is mm -hmm. so yeah and you know as athletes well as people we all have stuff we all have challenges yeah. And how do you manage that will determine the outcome and having healthy ways to combat it. I 100% say working out is one of the top ways to have those yeah. endorphins flowing so that you can process yeah. health in a healthy way, the challenges that you're going through. I would say this year, I didn't, um, anticipate some of the things that I would have to go through. And if it was yeah. not for me training for this full Ironman to have yeah. those long stretches of time, six hours on the bike to think or long swims yeah. in the pool to think, I would probably be um, somewhere that I don't want to say because yeah. you can feel like things are happening at such a fast pace. I'm by myself, even though you're not by yourself because we're having to social distancing and now going back into social distancing and it's a lot. And so having a healthy a way to process combat and it. combat it is 100% the way to go uh, and doing it in yeah. a healthy way that's sustainable because that's the thing is yeah. finding sustainable ways to maintain your mental health will help you when you are when you see the triggers rising or when you see uh, or something happens that takes you for a loop and you're like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to deal with that in a second. I'm going to go out here for this run or this is walk around the block to clear my head yeah. before I respond because our response to things is our responsibility, period. That is so true. Not that to get off so on a tangent on mental health, but I think it's so important. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so related. Try competing in triathlons it's all interrelated Absolutely. as well so
it helps, especially in the times that we're in right now. Mm -hmm, For sure. So you have a demanding job, Leslie. You have been featured in Essence Magazine. uh, I think it was in what, 2009, uh, for your work-life balance of having new twins, being an older mom and working. Talk to those who are out here balancing it all from a a woman's perspective and even dads who are out here, you know, raising their children. How do you manage a demanding job, working full-time, training for races and keeping a healthy lifestyle while also being 100% present for your family? Yeah, I, I would say is prioritizing oneself. It's, I, I don't mean to simplify it, make it sound like it's that simple, but it really is that simple, Mashanda. Even before my twins, that's how I operated. I prioritized health. And I, I, I believe I spoke about this in the Essence Magazine um, article that I, for me working out, I prioritize it just like brushing my teeth and having breakfast and doing your hair. It's part of my, it was part of my routine. Now I will say I did fall off of the bandwagon after I had the twins and I had to get back on track uh, of reprioritizing myself. And that happened during COVID actually, Mashanda. I reallocated my commute time to working out in the morning. So what I would have spent commuting to work, I, I used to get back on track and get back into my workout routine. So it's having a routine and prioritizing that block of time. I don't, as soon as I wake up, for me, mornings are the best time for me to get my exercise in before I start jump into work and taking care of taking the kids or doing anything else. So at one point when I fell off the bandwagon, I, I deprioritized myself. That's why I said, oh, it's really that simple. You just have to prioritize yourself. And when you do, it, you get it done. So I prioritize health and fitness first and foremost because that helps me show up most effectively for my kids, for my husband and for my work family. So if I do that first, then everything else, I can optimize myself for everything else. When I don't do that, that I can get everything else done, but not as effectively. Yeah, I can understand that. So what are your favorite workouts these days? Oh gosh, it's so many. (laughs) My favorite, I love, love, love my Peloton routines. It's just for me, I can't wait to go to bed at night to wake up to do my routine in the morning. Wow. So that could be one day strength training, one day core, one day outdoor walking, running. It's, it's, it varies. 
but all of it is my favorite because it's always so very exciting. So you sip the Peloton juice, I see. I I, <laughs> I think I'm part of the um, Peloton cult. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they call it a cult because you get so I, you know I hate to say addicted because that sounds negative. Mm-hmm. So I switched the word around because when I said addicted to someone before they said, so when you are addicted, then you have no control. And are you not like doing your work and you're working out constantly? No, I have, I'm in control. So I do it in the mornings at this time. So instead of saying I have a Peloton addiction, I have a Peloton love affair. Mm. I like that. That's sexier. A Peloton love affair. And love affair. With you just recently doing a, a triathlon, do you feel like doing the Peloton has helped you to train for your triathlon that you just accomplished? Yeah, I think it goes hand in hand because it helped with strength training, the core training, the meditations, the, the recovery days it helps you to create habits. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you have those habits that you're excited about, you're more, that helps. It all goes hand in hand. So riding on the bike translates to riding outdoors as well, just as running on the treadmill translates to running outside. They help each other. The core training helps developing your core helps you be stronger on the bike, on the swim, Mm. on the jog, all of it is interrelated. And having those recovery days where you're doing the meditation and the stretching, that's what Peloton offers. It's holistic. And so it's not always about focusing on the training. It's also focusing on a way to recharge. Yeah. So what's next for you with the world of triathlon? Are you doing any more triathlon birthday relays in the future? Uh, I, this year, I'm not going to do one for my birthday in September. I am going to do a boot camp um, for my birthday. So I tried, I am always switching things up. So I'll do, sometimes I'll do a triathlon for my birthday, or sometimes I may do a jog for my birthday with a bunch of friends. I get together and we jog. Um, this year, we're going to do a boot camp and it'll be a combination of different exercises outdoors in the park, hopefully if it doesn't rain. And if it does rain, then we will do it, uh, the the it'll be it all on a smaller scale on the Peloton with my friends that, that have it. And we could collaborate that way and do a, a class together. But I hope to do it outside in the park. That's, that's my goal um, for my birthday this year. And then be there, of course, for my twins' um, birthday party. They're doing a try. So that'll be the end of the try season for this year. And then next year, my try goals are to do one in Bermuda, where I'm from. Um, I, I've done marathons and five and 10 Ks there, but I haven't done a, tr- a triathlon there. And all of my relatives are like, especially since um, Flora Duffy, who's Bermudian. Yes. Won the- She's so dope. And- 
Yeah. And so um, all of my relatives in Bermuda want me to come home and do it there. Now, of course, I'm not, I'm not going, I don't anticipate placing, but just to do it home, back home in Bermuda is rewarding for me. And especially because I've come out of triathlon, um, doing triathlons. I, I was, I've come out of triathlon. I was retired from triathlons after having the kids. Mm -hmm. The last try I did was, was when they were three and now they're 13. So it's actually 10 years since the, I did a try last weekend. Wow. So it was 10 since I did one and how did you and feel? now I'm so happy now I'm I'm happy to be back and to the point of what we talked about earlier seeing that 80 year old man has inspired me that no I'm not retired from triathlons um yeah I, I want to keep on I love it and going back to Flora Duffy <laughs> that young lady yeah. is on fire she is the first yeah um woman to win both the olympic gold and the national championship which she did on yesterday she is a bad girl yeah. and whenever you go back to bermuda can you put me on the list so that i can do that triathlon with you because i want to be there and then i want to meet flora and be like can i just bow down because you are a bad chick come on flora with your bad self yeah she's doing it definitely i i will absolutely let you know when i do when i um register for that try in Bermuda and see if you want to invite you to join me to do it together. That would be great. I would love it. So hopefully we could meet her if she's there, if she's on the island, because she travels a lot, as you know, internationally too. So yeah, she does. But Flora, if you can hear us somehow telepathically, uh, there's no yes. distance in the spirit. So Flora, we need you at this triathlon to be an ambassador for us so that we can see you and see all the greatness that you are bringing into Bermuda and showing how Bermudans can do this sport and do it well. Um, you know, big things yeah. come out of small places. I often say that about my hometown of Augusta, Georgia. I'm like, what? I'm from Augusta, Georgia. People are like, oh, we're the masters? Yeah home of the masters big things come out of small places and uh flora is definitely on fire right now it's her time and i know she's been on the grind for such a long time and yeah. her hard work has paid off and uh it's a testament to see her and to I, i'm just so happy whenever i see her like and she does it with such ease like mm, yep i'm just gonna exactly. run across this finish line looking like a cool breeze i'm here for it but no she yeah, that would be so cool. I agree with you 100%. To have the honor of meeting her there too would be icing on the cake. So yeah, actually, we're, we're going to make that happen. That's so. it. We're going to make it happen. And it'll be a party. Whoop, whoop. It sure would. And then we could, part, we could celebrate our victory afterwards on the beach, Bermudian style. So. Come on. I am here for it. Well, Leslie, thank you so much. I just honor you you know, and just say thank you for uh, planting a seed in me that I never knew how it will bloom. And it's still growing. So we don't know what it will look like even five years from now, or 10 years from now. But I just want to say thank you for uh, your friendship. Thank you for your encouragement, because you constantly encourage me. Uh, and you're like, I see you. She actually told me to, she, <laughs> ah, I have to share this. She's like, what yeah. are you on my fitness pal? 
mm, I don't do all that meal tracking, meal prepping, all that stuff. It's like, yeah. And she's like, well, we're between that and Matt, my fitness, Matt, my fitness, and then my fitness pal. So she's constantly, whenever she sees a workout, she's like liking it. I'm like, how does she do that yeah. so fast? But I see her workouts as well come in and it's like an accountability situation. You know, you see the workouts and she was like, that's Correct. what we're going to do. We're going to keep each other accountable. And so right. what, 14 years later, and she's still holding me accountable and still not knowing how those little things uh, and seeds are still affecting my life today. So thank you. And I thank God for having me work at Turner during that season of my life because it was a purpose. And that purpose, even of all the other things of the purpose for me being there, I know one of them was for me to meet you and for you to do your part because you were in place to implant and impart in my life. So thank you so much, Leslie. And uh, I appreciate you. I honor you and keep inspiring those in your community, your friends, the people who see you working out and seeing your lifestyle change. You never know how what you do affect others. And so to all of you who are listening, do your part. We all have roles to play. And if we play our roles and we play our parts and we quote unquote try beginner's luck, we will always win. It is undoubtedly that we will win because whenever you try, you win, period. It may not look like a win in the moment, but it ultimately is always a win because we always are learning and getting better. And so thank you all for viewing this. And uh, until the next episode, keep trying. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. We need your help so we can continue to try at TBL. So for more information on where you can find and subscribe to this podcast, visit www.trybeginnersluck.com. And don't forget, whenever you try beginner's luck, you always win.